Hello and welcome to GM Box. I am Iwan. And I am Osa. And today we are going to talk about the pandemic that has been going on. No, we're not going to talk about it. No. Uh, we are going to talk about how to um, get past it and start role-playing again after a, a very long hiatus. Yes, whatever that hiatus might have been because of. We also apparently have a guest, in case you guys can't hear him in the background. Uh, my cat is speaking up, uh, complaining about the lack of role-play. Possibly the lack of food. With the cat getting some new role play, how do we get back to role play? I don't know. It's uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Do you even remember your character? Um, base pet. Yeah, more or less. Uh, I remember her backstory. <laughs> that is very good. Yeah. For those who don't and know their character's backstory, or just now realize that you're actually a bit unclear in your character's backstory, that's a good place to start. Reread the stuff you wrote back when. Yeah, and um, getting back into character is is one thing. Getting back into actually running a game, that's a whole different story. It is. Some of my notes that apparently took just before... We went on hiatus with the group that I primarily run. I have no idea what they meant. Uh, I have sent one that just said brother question mark. I don't know. I can't think of any characters that are necessarily brothers. This makes no sense to me at all. My notes for the last session I run was uncharacteristically... Clear. Actually, I had made fairly good notes, actually, for that last session. For the rest of the campaign... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, step one, really, in order to be able to get back to playing, is go back in time and make sure you took good notes. Yes. And in case you didn't take good notes, uh, have a check with your players and see if maybe they took good notes. Yeah. Both of us starting back up made sure to have a session where we didn't really expect any play to happen. In both cases, some play did happen, but very yeah. little. Yeah. Uh, but where we had all of our players help us out reconstructing what had happened specifically under the guise of I don't want to accidentally give anything away so you guys talk mm. and and it was great to have just a warm up session yes. to try to get back into character try to work out how this role playing thing works yes but so, some of you may have been playing online for the past year or two. Um, we haven't done that a lot. No, I have to some extent, mm. but not an enormous amount. And it's not the same thing, really, playing online and playing in person. 
Playing online is great whenever you don't have the opportunity to not play in person. And I will not say anything bad about that possibility ever. No. And for some people, it works great. Yes, absolutely. Um, for me, I much prefer being able to play in person when possible. Yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm... I prefer playing online to not at all. I'm actually not sure. (laughs) But anyway, warm-up session was great, both for me as a GM and me as a player. Yeah. I, as a GM, didn't prepare much for that session. I, I read through my notes and tried to remember the gist of things, but yeah, I I only did reading before that session myself for mm. when I GM'd. Uh, the only thing I prepared was making sure I had a uh, an opportunity to take notes during the session. Yeah. Because I didn't expect to create much new content for that session. Mm. So that is, a, that is a good help, really good help. What I found is that... I had a big problem just getting my brain back into it to get myself to sit down and plan and do all the things. And what has helped me is partly to just give myself a slap in the face and sit down, just do it, do the thing. Do it. Get to planning. Do it! Just do it! But what also has helped is I have been listening to uh, the music I use for uh, for our game sessions. And it has also helped just sitting down with the game books and, and read read session, uh, sections about the world I'm playing in or I- even game rules. Just to kind of force my brain on the right tracks, if that makes sense. Yeah, I absolutely think so. I would say, unfortunately, I haven't managed to program my brain to connect with specific pieces of music um, for the games I run. I have an excellent playlist that gets me into the headspace uh, of my character when being a player. Uh, but I don't have anything good for you know, being game master, and I think that one of one of the lessons I've learned from this is the value of both having something like that, and exactly as you say, rereading some of the stuff that we sort of know already, mm-hmm. but where refresh would be excellent. Yeah, I mean, I got something out of just reading the. The, the the magical objects uh, part in, in oh. the Dungeon Master's Guide. Yeah, those can actually be great inspiration for stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, lots of uh, things like that, that we sort of semi-take for granted that we know. I, I am somewhat known amongst the circle of friends for my near-encyclopedic knowledge of role-playing rules. Yes. But even I benefit from just rereading a bit. 
I think that's an underrated thing to do, and I think this is an excellent opportunity to do some of it, just in order to remember other things, because rereading the rules on something might actually trigger your memory about what happened when those were involved in the game, and that will help you remember what's going on and and why the party has uh, their wand of magic missiles. My character has a wand of missiles. I have no idea why. But Rosh- yeah, Roshanna has? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea where you got that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have barely used it. Yeah. I, I, I think I used it once or twice. Yeah. It's like me being confused uh, last time uh, when we, again, when I redid a lot of this, even for my own character, and I more carefully read the list of what uh, in in Osa's group, where I'm a player, uh, read through what we have in our bag of holding, and I realized we had an adamantine splint armor that I had completely forgotten about because in real world time, I think it's been at least two and a half years since we've got that one. Yeah, I, have, I think so. Yeah, I don't really even remember when or where. Now I remember. I think it was when uh, you murdered your father. Oh, yes, it probably was. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it's about two years ago. Probably about yeah, two years, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, also none of the party can really do anything wearing a splint armor. We're not proficient with it. So that's a thing to sell. Yeah, I, I think I put the... Because um, I, I think I randomized it, actually, oh, yeah. and and I thought, yeah, maybe Rupert will come back. Yeah, <laughs> I was in defense of uh, randomizing and you know possible treasures or things that your party might find, whatever that means in your setting. Uh, as a complete side note, I would say in defense of that, it does not quite make sense for the only big valuable things for every enemy to have are things that also happen to be perfectly suitable for your party. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that I'm I'm a bit privileged because I have a, a closer relationship with you hmm? and I'm also able to chat with you once and again about what has happened, about what might happen because I trust you not to meta game, mm-hmm. and um, and also you have a very good memory. <laughs> uh, Weirdly enough, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, e- even if you don't have a super close connection to to your players, it it might be worth just to sit down and chat about uh, what has been going on. To have someone that has been in it to um, bounce ideas off, off, mm. off, 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 <laughs> off, off, and remember that no one remembers everything anyway. So if shit gets a bit messed up, nah, doesn't really matter. I I would go so far as to say if there is one message from our entire podcast. The, the totality of GM Box. If there's one lesson we want you to take with you, it's it relax, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and and if if you feel 
Oh, I I really can't get into this again, and I'm not really up to this setting really anymore because, you know, it's been a rough couple of years, and you have changed. We have all changed, and maybe this setting just don't fit with you anymore. It's fine to just scrap it all and start up something new. You're supposed to have fun, not struggle. Yeah. Uh, I also want to say about talking to your players about what's happened, remember to include a discussion about what they expect will happen uh, for two good reasons. Uh, first of all, again, this might clear you in as to something you might have forgotten. I know also I thought that we had already done a thing that uh, we hadn't done yet and I because I had uh, thought about what that was going to be like and in her head she had planned it so much already and thought about it enough that she sort of her brain figured that it must be done already yep uh, but also none of you are going to be able to remember all of it that's okay it that's just a fact unless you guys play online and therefore have video to play back you're not going to no one's missing and no one's going to realize there are things that no longer match up. And no one will care. No one will care. Talking to your players about what they expect to happen next tells you what they care about needs to have a clear continuation. You can focus on those things. Things that you are trying to scratch your hand, trying to remember the details about. If you're, none of your players talk about that as a thing that they are looking forward to in the future of the game, just ignore that. It's fine. It's not going to be a big thing. I think that's our ten cents about that. Yeah. Um, welcome back into playing, guys. Yeah. And as you can tell, we are trying to get back into making podcasts. Uh, yeah. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> well, uh, we'll try to get that ready. But it's the same sort of deal. We are trying to remember how to do it and... and actually get around to do it. Yeah, and as we are playing more, we will have more stuff to talk about. Yes. Speaking of things uh, to play, mm-hmm. this week's episode Epiphany! With, uh, with hand motions. With hand motions. Which you can't see. <laughs> uh so, uh, this week's episode of Epiphany, and the idea here is that there is a locale that probably should be a village or small town, somewhere fairly isolated, preferably, and your characters have arrived and are immediately thrown into this, or they should have started to learn enough about other people there that there are some people that they care about. Suddenly, weird attacks start happening. All of them with some rather cruel twists. If magic is a thing in your setting, this should absolutely have a magic air to it. Preferably, in any case, it should be sort of fairy tale esque in how it's presented. Almost childish. I love scary fairy tales. Yes. Um, 
what has happened in the background is that we have some sort of powerful uh, being, um, say a hag or a nightmare creature, something like that, mm. depending on your setting, who has gotten into their hand that one of the rather mean children living in uh, this place is actually their child and just needs to realize that they are also a hang slash nightmare being slash whatever it is. Uh, and in order to do so, they're trying to make the kids' dreams come true. Literally picking ideas and imagined uh, attacks out of the kid's head and making them into reality in an attempt to make the child see what's real and make them happy the way it's supposed to be. Particularly the kid's nightmares, then. Yes. Make this spooky and scary. Uh, possibly make it a mean kid. Some children just are assholes. Just, yeah. This is the bully. And suddenly the bully's ideas of how to beat up the other kids become real. Or maybe this is the bullied kid, where all the bullies are now flayed alive. And the bullied kid doesn't really quite feel bad about it. Hmm. Uh, which also leads to possibly the easiest solution to solve this entire issue is kill the kid. But that's not really something your players will want to do. Or would they? Give them some interesting uh, ethical choices. Yeah. Whatever suits your setting and your players. And if they do decide to kill the kid... Have them suffer the consequences. <laughs> yes. Whatever solution you have to this, really, there will be some really dire consequences. Yeah. Because consequences are fun. Yes. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's it for today. Yeah. And next time we will talk about map making. Yeah. Essentially, uh, we're going to talk about it at least this time, more um, sort of local area. At least for me, I would like to answer the question, uh, my characters want to go somewhere. I have this cool idea of a place. How do I make that make sense? So it's a tiny slice of world building for you. Yes. Um, which is great because... Our first proper world building episode is still one of the least listened to episodes. Yeah. So this is going to be popular. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. With that, uh, remember to talk to your players. And have fun.